by dint of their yoga practice, have gone from this material world to Vaikuntaloka, but they were not meant to stay there. They came back. It is also confirmed here that the Lord was surrounded by many Vaikuntha airplanes. <coughs> Vaikuntha Loka is described here as having splendid opulence far surpassing the splendor of this material world. All other living creatures, including the demigods, are born of Brahma, and Brahma is born of Lord Vishnu. Krishna states in Bhagavad Gita in the 10th chapter, Aham Sarvasya Prabhavaha, Lord Vishnu is the origin of all manifestations in the material world. Those who know that Lord Vishnu is the origin of everything, who are conversant with the process of creation, and who understand that Vishnu or Krishna is the most worshipable object of all living entities, engage themselves in Vishnu worship as Vaishnavas. The Vedic hymns also confirm this, Om Tad Vishnu Paramam Padam. The goal of life is to understand Vishnu. <coughs> the Bhagavatam also confirms this elsewhere. Foolish people not knowing that Vishnu is the supreme worshipable object create so many worshipable objects in this material world and therefore they fall down. So let's see if my voice will get through this class. <laughs> see what happens. So, Dwastao Adishya Bhagavan Vidvastao those two who stand by the door. There's a dual case in Sanskrit, you know. English we have singular and plural, but Sanskrit has singular, plural, and dual, just for two people. The two doorkeepers uh, standing, those who stood by the doors. This is Jayam uh, Vijaya. Uh, And here the Lord, Bhagavan, Prabhupada always uses this translation, Supreme Personality of Godhead. Interesting phrase, huh? It was all, I was happy to see that phrase because I had lots of prejudices against the word God 
but Supreme Personality of Godhead, and that was much easier to take. Huh? But what did it mean, you know, God, Godhead, this English word Godhead is really taken from German, Gottheit. It was adapted just to sort of indicate the absolute truth, Godhead. And so Prabhupada uses it that way, Godhead, meaning uh, 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 three, you know, Brahm, Brahma, Paramatma, Bhagavan, all that Godhead. But then he says, personality of Godhead. So he says, uh, uh, but then there's many personalities of Godhead, so, because Krishna has so many forms. So, so then, supreme personality of God, particularly for Krishna. I mean, he used see he uses it here to talk about the uh, uh, Vishnu form, but but here uh, he, uh, Bhagavan is particularly what he uses for for Krishna, the supreme personality of Godhead of all the personalities of Godhead. Krishna is the highest. He manifests himself, expands himself in many forms. Just like we have different relationships with people, and um, uh, I, I'll be one way with my wife, another way with my children, another way with my boss, another way. You know, we have different personalities for different people. Uh, but there's a limit to, to how far we can be different. Uh, and the thing is, we can only do these different relationships in sequence, one after another. Krishna does them all the time, all at once. Uh, so here, he here he's actually uh, uh, the word Vishnu is being used here because this is a little different. In uh, Vaikuntha, uh, this is the Vishnu uh, uh, form of Krishna. Uh, that means that Krishna's opulences are the main thing that you see, whereas as Krishna, uh, his his sweetness overpowers his majesty, and therefore you enjoy personal relationships. The <coughs> the inhabitants of Vrindavan occasionally they know he's God, but they don't care; they just love him because he's Krishna. And when Mother Yashoda is reminded that, that her son is, you know, the Lord of everything, she doesn't like to hear it. She likes to think of him as a little boy. She needs to protect him from snakes and, you know, things like that. So, uh, so we learn from Bhagavatam this idea that Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. This is his highest manifestation because it's personal. He, he he turns down the knob on opulence and turns up the knob on on sweetness, and so uh, uh, that's why that's considered higher. So here we're at Vaikuntha, which is uh, the opulences are all on display: the the richness, the glory, the splendor, the majesty. Uh, uh, he's the Lord of everything, so he should be majestic. So here, the one thing is the is the uh, vimanas. Prabhupada translates as airplanes. Uh, uh, the vimanas are, are there. 
Uh, Shreni means like a flock of birds, for example, or or even a, st a string of birds spread out in the sky. You know, when you see them flying, sometimes they're all in a line. Uh, and so it's decorated with these sort of very nicely looking quite beautiful, all these different kinds of... Uh, and these airplanes were... These, these Vimanas were not like jet planes or something, you know, they were all spectacularly decorated with... You see some people imagine the shape of swans or something like that, I don't know, but this is... Uh, quite beautiful and opulent. It looked like more like chariots going in the sky and so on. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so highly decorated like that. Uh, uh. So Prabhupada uh, points out here that, that this Dvashtal, the tours, doorkeepers or also they, they stand at the door. So he's, this is just on the border of uh, Vaikuntha at the entrance. So the sages means the, the Chatushana, the, the, uh, the four uh, Kumaras uh, who it says earlier they had kind of the mentality, they were like little children, they liked to wander everywhere and go wherever they like, and when they were stopped, they just became irritated and cursed the doorkeepers. The doorkeepers were only doing their job, you know. Hey, you little kids, get out of here, you know, you <laughs> that, that sort of thing. Uh, 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 and so uh, they're just doing their job, and uh, the, 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 the Chatushana, they became insulted and they cursed them. The, the, the Brahmins uh, have this power that when they curse somebody, they're really cursed. You know, you're driving in your car and somebody comes a little close and they shout, go to hell, you know, or something <laughs> like that. You don't go to hell just because somebody <laughs> said it, you know. But if a Brahmana says it, that's what you do. The, the curse of a Brahmana. They had this power, you know. Uh, uh, so when they cursed uh, uh, the, the, the Jaya and Vijaya, and they really, you know, they were going to go down. And they became, uh, yeah. Um, actually, I mean, uh, yeah, the whole, it's, uh, in the seventh canto, I have it here tells how, how, how this happened. Again, uh, it says here, I'm reading from 7138, uh, because this, this is narrated several times, you know, different aspects of the stories come out. Thus checked by the doorkeepers Jai and Vijay, Sanandana and the other great sages very angrily cursed them you two foolish doorkeepers, they said. Being agitated by the material qualities of passion and ignorance, you are unfit to live at the shelter of Madhudisha's lotus feet, which are free from such modes. It would be better 
for you to go immediately to the material world and take your birth in a family of most sinful asuras. <coughs> they told me you're going to become as demons. While Jaya and Vijaya were thus cursed by the sages, uh, uh, were falling to the material world, they were addressed as follows by the same sages. So as they're followed, falling down, these uh, Kumaras said to them, who were very kind to them, O doorkeepers, after three births, you will be able to return to your position in Vaikuntha, for then the duration of the curse will end. <coughs> so they're not hopeless. It's not like you go to hell and you don't ever get out again, like the Christian state. You know, you're gonna you're gonna become demons. But three births is demons, uh, and so then you know the story. The story is spread out all through the Bhagavatam, because then it tells how uh, uh, Kashyapa Muni he had. Uh, he had all these daughters of Prajapati, 14, I think he got married, 14 daughters. But anyway, Diti and Aditi were sisters. And so Diti, she gives birth to the demons. Well, Aditi gives birth to the demigods, or at least a group of demigods, Adichas, you know. So the deep, you know, the Bhagavatam is telling there's this interplanetary warfare. Uh, and uh, between the, the devotees and the demon, the, the, the demigods and the, the, the gods and the anti-gods, you could call them, you know. They're like fighting interplanetary warfare. If you like science fiction, this is the origin of it. You know. Star Wars, you know, here it is. And they, cause they, they have these spaceships, or they call them, manas, you know. They fly around and they do different things. And... Uh, uh, so this is going on. Uh, we are informed about this. And maybe one day, you know, somebody, if we're going into space, we'll run across them and people, you know, might, might find. Probably we'll encounter the demons, not the demigods. But anyway. Uh, what you notice, by the way, modern science fiction is people are venturing into outer space and then they either encounter demons or, 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 or you know, wonderful, superhuman, marvelous people, gods and demons out there, you know. Somehow this is rooted in our consciousness that we when we try to imagine, you know, in science fiction what you see, you, know, you either find a really you either encounter monsters or takes you around, or you encounter wonderful, marvelous, superior beings of lies. You know. Anyway, I grew up watching this stuff and reading this stuff. So, um, this is uh, yeah, it's archetypical. Actually, it's in us. Um, anyway, so uh, Jaya and Vijaya are cursed. And they take birth as the two sons of Diti, the first birth of that as Hiranyakashipu and Hiranyaksha, the, the first demons. Hiranyakashipu was the elder son, it says here. 
and then uh, Hiranyaksha. And of course, then that served the purpose of Krishna too, because then he had somebody to fight. He likes a good fight. Uh, and and uh, so, uh, as Nishingadev, he killed Hiranyakashipu, and as Varaha, he, he killed uh, Hiranyaksha. It was a big club fight that took on there, you know. And then uh, the next birth was Ravana and Kumbhakarna, brothers, uh, for, for uh, Ramachandra dealt with them. And then Krishna himself uh, killed them the third time as Shishupal and Dandavakra. Uh, those were the, the, that was the third birth, and then they could go back to Radhid. So three times. And it's remarked that, that, um, that, that they, well, I think maybe it's in here. They, they, uh, there was a kind of uh, enjoyment, uh, of spiritual pleasure of being killed by Krishna. It was like a, a very intimate sort of uh, a thing, you know. They say somehow recognized because they were, they were devotee. They were giant Vijay, you know. They had this relationship with him. They're kind of playing this game, and, and uh, you know, t- anyone if. if Prabhupada once said, if you want to be a demon, be a big demon, because Krishna will come and kill you and then you'll be liberated. So that being killed by Krishna liberates everybody, you know. So so there was like, it's very auspicious. So be a big demon, so Krishna will come and kill you personally. Like this, you know. So there's a little here, they they were Hiranyakashipu, uh, appearing as the Sringadev, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Hari, killed Hiranyakashipu when the Lord delivered the planet Earth, which had fallen into the Garbhodak Ocean. Hiranyaksha tried to hinder him, and then, as the, then the Lord, as Varaha, killed Hiranyaksha. You know, he was t- taking all the gold out of the Earth, and it disturbed somehow that it sort of fell into the Garbhodak Ocean. Prabhupada mentions all the mining and extraction of minerals may actually uh, be really good for the earth that's going on today. Uh, so this is this is uh, uh, no big narrative strand in the in the Bhagavatam. All of these. Uh, I thought there was a purport Prabhupada that we talked about. Yeah. And then there were Ravana and Kumbhakarna. Gave trouble to the people of the universe. So Ramchandra appeared, killed Ravana and Kumbhakarna. And then And then, oh yeah, here's where Prabhupada is very interesting. Uh, when they appear as uh, Shishupal uh, and Dantabakra, this time they didn't, the first two times they appeared among, among the demons. But here they, they uh, he said, Prabhupada says, in the la- their last birth, 
Jai and Vijay did not become demons or rakshasas. Instead, they took birth in a very exalted kshatriya family related to Krishna's life. They became first cousins of Lord Krishna and were practically on an equal footing with him. By personally killing them with his own disc, Lord Krishna destroyed whatever sinful reactions were left in them because of the curse of the Brahmanas. Narada Muni explained to Maharaj Yudhisthira that by entering Krishna's body, Shishupal re-entered by Kuntaloka as the Lord's associate. Everybody had seen this incident. And it says here, the two associates of Lord Vishnu, Jaya and Vijaya, maintaining a feeling of enmity, hostility, uh, anger, for a very long time. Because of always speaking of Krishna in this way, they regain the shelter of the Lord, having returned home back to Godhead. So that's the kind of meditation. You know, if you love somebody, you have to keep thinking about them. If you hate somebody, they also control your mind. You think of them while you hate them all the time. So that's the idea. You have to hate, hate Krishna. At least you're meditating on, on Krishna uh, with some concentration of the mind. You know? And then it's better for you that you're going to hate, if you have to hate, you said, hate Krishna. So there, so it says, you know, when, when he, when he, when he, uh, uh, whatever their position, certainly Jaya and Vijaya always thought of Krishna. Therefore, at the end of the Maushala Leela, that is to say that when the Yadu dynasty got in a fight with each other and they all, Maushala is a club, they had a big fight with clubs and canes and stuff. At the end of it, they killed them, <coughs> each other off. Therefore, at the end of the Maushala Leela, the two associates of the Lord returned to Krishna. There's no difference between Krishna's body and Narayan's body. Therefore, although they visibly entered the body of Krishna, they actually re-entered by Kuntaloka as the doorkeepers of Lord Vishnu. Through Lord Krishna's body, they returned to Vaikuntha, although they seemed to have attained Sayuja Mukti in Krishna's body. It looked like they merged into Krishna, but actually they didn't. That was just a gateway to, to their, their position. They didn't lose their I, I, identity. Uh, uh, by that uh, uh, that way. So I was just reading from the, the seventh canto where this is this is described a little bit. So uh, anyway, uh, Prabhupada also wants to dist- uh, to, to stress here uh, that Krishna's uh, Lord Vishnu is the origin of everything, or Krishna is the origin of everything. That's an important point, um, uh, because uh, when he says, Aham Sarvasya Prabhavaha, everything emanates from me. So this means uh, that God is the ingredient cause, or the, what, what in 
Western philosophy called the material cause of everything. Uh, this is generally denied in the uh, religions from the Middle East, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, that God is not the material cause of the world. Christians, they have reasons for saying that. Um, they think it would lead to, to pantheism. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, I, I once had a, uh, a professor, uh, his name was Ishmael Al-Faruqi, he was teaching uh, Islam, uh, and he, he would say, this world is wholly mundane, there's nothing divine about it, it's here for our use and enjoyment. Yeah, they separate it from this, this, this strict separation of uh, the idea that you can of Krishna consciousness is quite different that actually everything is Krishna's energy and Prabhupada calls bhakti yoga the re-spiritualization of matter but from, from uh, the, the, this idea of, of the uh, uh, that that the, this God is not the material cause of the world. Where does it come from? Nobody says. You know, if you read the beginning of the Bible, <coughs> which is also, of course, a Jewish scripture, uh, that somehow there's matter there. You know, and, and it's it's already there. He doesn't say where it came from. It's just there. There's God, and there's some of this stuff called matter. And, Makes you know, forms it, um, uh, but but uh, 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 no, it's Krishna's energy. Everything comes from Krishna, uh, and therefore, ultimately, and, and if it's everything is related to Krishna, then everything is ultimately spiritual. So our our understanding is that God includes the world. And at the same time, he transcends it. Uh, and uh, uh, everything can be used in Krishna's service. Uh, and there are very interesting places where Prabhupada talks. In fact, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll read you one about this re-spiritualization of matter. It's very far, far out. Yeah, this is uh, 424 in the Bhagavad Gita. Brahmarpanam, Brahmahadir, Brahmatna, Brahmana, Uttam, Brahmaiva Tena Gantavya, Brahma Karma Samadina. Now, Prabhupada does not give a literal translation of this text. Uh, uh, and there was actually some problem with the manuscript, and nobody could quite understand, but. But uh, the translation that's given here uh, is not, doesn't at all literally follow the, <coughs> the, the literal. Because uh, Prabhupada translates this, a person who is fully absorbed in Krishna consciousness,
person who is fully absorbed in Krishna consciousness is sure to attain the spiritual kingdom because of his full contribution to spiritual activities in which the consumption is absolute and that which is offered of the, is of the same spiritual nature. In the manuscript they had, this was the translation and also the first line of the purport. So something it seemed like something had gotten lost. And so in the first edition of the Bhagavad Gita, Hayagriva took another translation from somebody else and stuck it in there. And then when in the, the original edition of published by Macmillan, then we were going to do our own, editors would always say, well, we can't use somebody else's translation. And so they took this line, which had made this the, the translation and left it out of the purport. But it may be this, I don't know what happened. We may have lost what Prabhupada's translation, because the verse, the verse is actually describing a fire sacrifice. Uh, Habi, uh, here is translated as butter, you know, or ghee, uh, or something like that. It's offered in there. Uh, Agnao, uh, the fire, Agni, <coughs> in the fire. Huta, Huta also means something else that's off. Uh, so this is describing a, basically a fire sacrifice. <coughs> and so that's taken as, as an example that, uh, and it says the arpana, the, what is the, the contribution, is Brahma, spiritual. The butter is Brahma. The fire is Brahma. The 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 the, the brahmana uh, who's doing it, uh, he's also Brahma, and what's to be reached, Gantavya, the goal is also Brahman, because all these karma, and karma here means sacrificial activities, are also Brahman. So it's describing like Bhunnar as a fine sacrifice. Uh, Everything becomes Brahman. Uh, and, and, and so Prabhupada had a very interesting purport to this. And he says how activities in Krishna consciousness can lead one ultimately to the spiritual goal is described here. Uh, and he says... Uh, this is the principle of Krishna consciousness that's being described. Described. We, we are conditioned souls. We have material bodies. We're in the material uh, atmosphere. How do, how do we get out of it? Uh, and he says, he gives the example uh, of uh, homeopathic medicine. In this case, if you have some diarrhea or something from taking too much milk, uh, uh, yogurt will cure you, will cure you of the same thing. The same, the same thing that caused the disease, therapeutically treated, becomes the cure. That's basically a homeopathic principle. Um, so he says here, uh, the materially absorbed conditioned soul 
can be cured by Krishna consciousness is set forth here in the Gita. This process is generally known as yajna. So that's why he uses this word, because that's the fire sacrifices being described. But he, it's a general principle. Yajna, activity, sacrifices meant for the satisfaction of Vishnu or Krishna. The more the activities of the material world are performed in Krishna consciousness or for Vishnu only, the more the atmosphere becomes spiritualized by complete absorption. Complete absorption is translation of samadhi. The word Brahma, uh, Brahman, means spiritual. You see how many times it showed up in that verse, right? One, two, three, four, five, six times the word is repeated in this short little verse. Amarpanam, Brahmahavir, Brahmatna, Brahmanam. The word Brahma means spiritual. The Lord is spiritual and the rays of his transcendental body are called Brahmajyoti, his spiritual effulgence. Everything that exists is situated in that Brahma-jyoti. But when the jyoti is covered by illusion, and then he says in parentheses, maya, or sense gratification, it is called material. In other words, this is also Brahma-jyoti. But when we are thinking of things in, uh, as material, as, uh, that what makes it material is really our own illusion that we are seeing this for sense gratification. So what is sense gratification? <coughs> that I am the enjoyer and I am the controller. That's my God project. I'm, I'm now I'm the enjoyer and I'm the controller. And therefore, I take everything which belongs to Krishna and say, it's mine. <laughs> this is the, 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 the project of, uh, of, of Rapana. Let, and Prabhupada describes this. Let me, Sita is the goddess of fortune. So Rapana is the archetypical materialist. Let me take what belongs to Krishna and take her for myself. Right. That's what that's what everybody is doing. Uh, we are taking the wealth, and we think it belongs to us. We don't use it in Christmas service. And so this is uh, uh, so so. But actually, everything just just like Sita belongs by the side of Ramachandra. Lakshmi belongs to Krishna. That's why Prabhupada told us to call money Lakshmi, so we remember this is, this is Krishna's, uh, not mine. So that, so here, uh, the, right now, we, we see this uh, jyoti covered by illusion or sense gratification is called material. Then he says, this material veil, this covering, uh, can be removed at once by Krishna consciousness. Thus, the offering for the sake of Krishna consciousness. Now, here's another translation of the verse, right? The offering for the sake of Krishna consciousness. 
the consuming agent of such an offering or contribution, the process of consumption, the contributor and the result are all combined together Brahman or the Absolute Truth. The Absolute Truth covered by Maya is called matter. Matter, dovetailed for the cause of the Absolute Truth, regains its spiritual quality. So it is actually spiritual because it comes from Krishna. But because it's been covered by sense gratification, therefore it seems to be for my own use and enjoyment. Uh, so it regains the spiritual pro uh, quality. Matter dovetailed for the cause of the absolute truth regains its spiritual quality. Krishna consciousness is the process of converting the illusory consciousness into Brahman or the Supreme. When the mind is fully absorbed in Krishna consciousness, it is said to be in samadhi or trance. In bhakti yoga, you can go about the world doing so many things and still be in samadhi. It's not that you have to go out and sit like this, you know. You can, another way to get there. Uh, Anything done in such transcendental consciousness is called yajna or sacrifice for the absolute. In that condition of spiritual consciousness, again another translation of the verbs, the contributor, the contribution, the consumption, the performer or leader of the performer and the result or ultimate gain, everything becomes one in the absolute, the Supreme Brahman, that is the method of Krishna consciousness. That's a like, wonderful book for it. He explains this. You know, basically, it's the re-spiritualization of matter that, that, that Krishna consciousness brings about. How everything can be used in Krishna's service. Uh, it's not that yet... <laughs> I once had an encounter with a rabbi. We were looking for a new temple and there was a synagogue for sale. I went to see, and he was an Orthodox uh, uh, rabbi. A and uh, I had a dodi on and everything. I came to, to see if this thing was for sale. The, the, the sale was there. And I had another devotee with me, who was back from a Jewish background, actually. So he's showing us around, you know. And he was interested in us, you know. Well, what do you do, you know? Uh, and uh, so we told him some of our uh, activities. We thought that was pretty good, you know. Uh, uh, and then, then he asked us if we observed the Sabbath. The, uh, uh, and and uh, and uh, I was trying to explain to him how we want to do everything for God's service, you know. Uh, so he said, uh, do you observe the Sabbath? And I said, well, uh, uh, I said, for us, every day is the Sabbath. Uh, and, and he says, no, it's set aside that one day you do everything for God and the other the six days you work. I said, no, if we, every, every day we do everything for God. 
He said, how do you eat? <laughs> well, I, I didn't go into it, but you know, we eat everything we offer, all our food to God. You know? uh, so he was, he was like an example of a very pious man. But he had two refrigerators, you know, <laughs> like a you know, very kosher and all that stuff like that, you know. But it was like, a, so this is this is a, it was sort of a philosophical point: Does everything come from God or not? You know, is God the also the material cause of the world? Uh, and uh, uh, so uh, this is Krishna consciousness to make this uh, world as good as Vaikuntha by using everything in, in, in God's service. There's no inconvenience for one's spiritual advancement if one does that. Uh, uh, and so that's our idea, to use everything in God's service. And somehow we stay alive. We eat. Okay, I should stop. Any questions or comments? Yeah? Um, I have actually three questions. Okay. <laughs> also, uh, the first one is about Jan and Vijay. So, uh, what I've heard is uh, um, that Jan and Jacobs uh, choose uh, either they spend like three lives in the material world as demons or hundred lives as well, That's right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, but I, I didn't got it from the Bhagavatam we were reading, so uh, where does this begin? I, I, don't, I don't really know. I don't remember. Does anyone know? Yeah, somehow they were uh, had a choice. Yeah, I've heard that too. I don't know where it went. It's in the Bhagavatam somewhere. But not here, perhaps. Well, yeah, I mean, this is described a number of times in the Bhagavatam. You know, not, this isn't the only description here in the third canto. Seventh canto, it shows up again in different aspects. So somewhere it's mentioned that. That, that he gave him that choice. Yeah, it has to be in the Bhagavad It's not in the Bhagavad Gita, that's for sure. Yeah. It's in there. Thank you. Uh, the second question is, I've heard that uh, Jai, uh, and Vijay also had the fourth birth as uh, Jagai Mada and Shaitanya Lila. Uh, is it also stated somewhere? Um, I've heard that. I don't know where it's stated. That, that, that was actually, uh, again, uh, uh, one thing is 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 that that um, uh, if this is the service you are going to perform for God is to be the demons because it's <laughs> you want to do it so. Uh, this is mentioned there in Chaitanya Charita. Actually, Chaitanya, I think they are. Yeah. But here, here in the Bhagavatam, it just mentions uh, the three births, uh, of course, because Chaitanya happens after the Bhagavatam is there. But um, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Anything else? You said there were three? Yes. The third question is about spiritualization of matter. Just in order to understand it better, so I mean, uh, spiritual energy has three aspects: satchit and ananda. Mm -hmm. So, 
what does exactly meant by respiritualization. And I, I, if I use, for instance, myself on Krishna's service, that doesn't mean that it gets a soul and starts to like perceive yeah. and be conscious of himself and something like that. So, uh, how okay. can Yeah, well, you know, I had this uh, talk with Srila Prabhupada once where he was talking about this. And I got really confused. We, we were walking, and it was in New Vrindavan, and we were walking with Prabhupada, and there was, I was there, and some people in the New Bhaktivedanta Institute were there, and they were talking to Prabhupada about the material world. And uh, Prabhupada just mentions then that, that, that everything is actually spirit. And he gave the example of the trees, because wood was all around us. And he said that uh, this wood uh, is actually fire in another form. The tree takes in the sunlight, grows the wood. <coughs> and then if you take the wood and you ignite it, the sunlight comes back out again. <coughs> Excuse me. In the form of fire. So he says, similarly, matter is another kind, of sp- another form of spirit. So I, I waited until I had a chance to ask him. We stopped a little while later and we were talking. I said, you know, you've just said to me that, that, that actually everything is spirit. Um, but uh, I'm trying to understand the difference between matter and spirit. I'm trying to understand how I'm a spirit soul and I'm not the material body. So I'm trying to discriminate between matter and spirit. And now you're saying everything is spirit, so now I'm confused. And his answer was, and it took me some time to understand it, was we are not Maya bodies. <laughs> he says there are different kinds of spirit. That was his answer. We are not Maya bodies. There's different kinds of spirit. Uh, so our philosophy, you know, Maya body is nirvishesha. The, a, a, a vishesha is kind of a concrete particular, something you can, you know, th- this paper is distinct from this recorder, the, you know, the vishesha. And our, our philosophy is called sabishesha. There are varieties. We probably call the use of the word varieties. Whereas the Mayabad philosophy is strictly speaking near vishesha. Even you and I don't exist. There's just Brahman. And everything vanishes once once you... And they have a problem because where does Maya come from? You know, if, if there's, there's Brahman and there's Maya, what's Maya doing there? And their answer is, Maya cannot be spoken of either as existing or not existing. So they put it in a special <laughs> place like this, you know. But our philosophy is, is, is there vicious, a variety. So uh, I don't think they, the different kinds of spirit, they're all the same. But it means that, 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 that every, uh, the, the one definition of spirit is connected with Krishna. And everything is connected with Krishna. 
but this part of the world connect it can be overlaid by this this uh, idea of sense gratification that I am the enjoyer uh, uh, which uh, <coughs> at one time I, I uh, there was a tape I heard of Prabhupada was having a discussion with an Indian gentleman and the Indian who's a Christian from South India uh, and he had obviously been converted to Christianity by having the Christian um, a priest tell him uh, that uh, scandalous stories about Krishna, the god you worship, uh, is an adulterer. So the guy said to Prabhupada, I just heard the tape, he just said, but how can you worship a god who is an adulterer? Well, I knew this Christian, you know, where that came from. How can you worship a god who is an adulterer? And Prabhupada said to the man, Krishna is not the adulterer. You are the adulterer. All women belong to Krishna. So he said, I have my wife for my enjoyment. He said, no, you are the auntie also. You know, All women belong to Krishna. You know when he said that? I felt under my heart. Not one for me? I was is there, you know, the enjoying spirit is there, you know. And I realized it was still in my heart. And I felt that pang of envy. Why can you get all of them, you know? <laughs> so you be generous. <laughs> so we have to understand this that everything belongs to Krishna. Krishna is the only enjoyer. But when, when we serve Krishna's enjoyment, the, the more we forget about our own pleasure and are just concerned with Krishna's pleasure, actually the more we'll feel bliss. If we start to enjoy that bliss, then we, we, we lose it. But if we just uh, concern with Krishna alone, then, then we uh, fully uh, feel actual pleasure, spiritual pleasure, of which the selfish kind of pleasure where I am the... You know, when you, when you enjoy, when you're thinking, I am the enjoyer, you puff up. <laughs> you can see that part of the, 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 the aspect of sense gratification is people, now nah, we're having a good time. So a lot of times you see when people are partying, they like other people to see them. If a man gets a beautiful woman, uh, he not only tries to enjoy her, but he likes to take her out in public uh, wearing revealing clothes so other men can see that he has this beautiful woman and then appreciate how great he is. <laughs> you know, this is part of it. And what's, what, what do you think? I am the enjoyer. I am the controller. That's your God project. You know, so if, if we're here in the material world, it's because we're trying to enjoy separately from Krishna, and actually we've got our little God projects going on. Uh, that's what it means to be separate from Krishna. That's the, that's the Ravana policy. You know. We have to get over it.
Okay. Did you find anything? Yeah, a few things. So, um, Where that comes from? Uh, yeah, Jagai Madai or Jayan Vijay, yeah. that comes from the CC of uh, Purport by Prabhupada and Richard Jaitanya and also from uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur's Bhakti Aloka. Uh, it's in there, in one of the verses states that. And also, I didn't find, um, I mean, there's many places where it's explained how Jayami Jai were cursed to take birth in three lifetimes in the material world. Uh, but not so much a choice. They said, but here's one place, and this is Bhagavatam 1.16.11 in the purport. And so, well, no, sorry, not a purport, it's a lecture that Prabhupada gave. And he said, um, so the Kumaras cursed Jai and Vijay and to go to the material world. So in the material world there's enviousness jealousy, and jealousy. In the spiritual world you have become envious so you are not fit. You must go down to the material world. So they became very much disturbed and Lord Narayan personally came out to settle this up. And he said, so there... So this you have been cursed, it cannot be withdrawn, you have to go. But after going in the material world, if you treat me as your enemy, then in three births you'll be liberated, and you will come back. But if you treat me as my friend, then it will take seven births. So that was from Lord 9. So lecture to a 11. Oh, and I didn't know that. It was the first time. Yeah. Okay. They had a choice, huh? Yeah, so you were. I do remember hearing that. Yeah, yeah. Three yeah, verses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And wanted to get back fast. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's what was coming from Lord Narayan. You wanted an enemy <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to fight with. Somehow, for that person, it doesn't matter be a friend or be a demon. Then was only <coughs> coming back as quick as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Others may um, choose, oh, I don't want to be a demon, I want to be <laughs> a friend. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah. Um, I had, um, uh, when you were. Um, Mensch quoted this one Islamic um, scholar. Yeah, Ishmael al Faruqi. So, um, and presented his uh, philosophy about, uh, or his understanding about um, what creations and uh, the spiritual world. Um, so, I, I remind <coughs> myself with my brother when we come in contact with Krishna consciousness, so we came together in contact. Mm-hmm. And at one point he stopped to practice Krishna consciousness and I asked him for the reason. And he said, it is not possible in a demon-like um, land, country, um, to pr- become unconscious. Hmm. <laughs> Couldn't be done. So, yeah. and, uh, well, we hope to show him wrong. <laughs> You'll have to prove it to him. <laughs> yeah, then I didn't preach to him anymore, yeah. so... Yeah. Yeah, <coughs> um, I had a question. Um, 
regarding uh, Jain Vijayan and also to the four Kumaras. Um, how is it possible that they could not enter into the spiritual world? And why, when they came to the um, door of the White Kumaras, they were stopped there. They were stopped from Jain Vijayan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it says here. Who are allowed and who are not? To whom they say no and to whom they say yes, you can enter. I, you know, uh, I, it's not my job uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to say this. Uh, uh, they just said they didn't enter. He doesn't say that it wasn't that they weren't allowed. He just says they didn't didn't enter. You know, their 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 particular. The four, uh, the Kumaras are 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 uh, uh, they they don't they're neutral, you know they they they're 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 shantaras sometimes called shantaras which some Vaishnavas don't count as a as a rasa, that is say it's passive adoration, there's no active mm-hmm. service you just like an on reverence <coughs> and you sit like this and and that's their that's their uh, mood. Um, so in in in, in Vaikuntha, uh, that's you know uh, uh, other things, uh, interactions are going on, and at least active servitorship. You know, when you consider yourself a servant, then you then you, you do something. Let me do something for you. You know, let me. Uh, but but with with, with the Shantaras, you thinking how can I do anything for God? He has everything, you know. It's just like this is so that 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 can be one reason why they they were uh, 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 didn't actually enter um, uh, at, at least at that time the Vaikuntha. Um, yeah, they're Shanta. They're the example of people in Shanta Shantarasa. And I said some some people don't don't count it as uh, some Vaishnavas don't even count it because there's no active uh, uh, service in there. Prabhupada uh, that was Jaya and Vijay's jealousy of the Kumaras, and they because of their jealousy they wouldn't let them in. Yeah, they had some some antagonism. Yeah, there. that's how the whole thing started. When you see little children that are more advanced than you are, because my second question was like, um, um, I was wondering that um, the reason they gave for uh, the four Kumaras, the reason um, uh, for their curse. Um, that they are have this materially um, consciousness like that and so on. No, they're like they have the mentality. They decided to have the mentality of little children, and when you tell a little child you can't do something, they get mad. You have children. You know what they're like. Yeah, but impossible. When they curse, they 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 gave also some reason for. Um, why they get such kind of curse uh, or the bad? This is became angry and cursed them. That's what it says there. They <laughs> angry and cursed them. I, I just, just like a ch- almost childlike 
impulse. Now, you know, if you, they're, they're, they're totally realized sages too, so there's something else going on. But that was, that was, they decided they didn't want to get any older. They didn't want to deal with puberty and all that stuff like that. You know, they wanted to stay like little children. Even in Christianity, you become like little children, Jesus says, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's, there's, there's a, yeah, a childlike simplicity and innocence is very nice, so they just wanted to enjoy that completely. Not, not get messed up. Yeah, later on they repented. The Kumaras repented for getting angry and yeah, yeah. took it back. <laughs> That's also interesting that Brahmanas can take back the curses. Yeah. <laughs> we have our Peter Pan story, you know, you try to repeat <laughs> <laughs> The perpetual. That's actually an archetype. But Krishna's like Pueri Turnus, the eternal boy, you know. Yeah. You can stay forever young. He has that aspect. Yeah. Uh, I have two questions. The first is, um, before the door, two questions. The first is, before the door, it's not a spiritual world. Uh, yeah, it's not by Kunta. You're outside the door. There's a gate, you know. So that's some kind of dividing line there. Close. So there are this existed Ramanas and not Ramanas, so that is... Because hmm? it's not Vaikuntha, that's why. Yeah. There are so this. Yeah. Okay. At the entrance of Vaikuntha right. Thank you. And the second is why the Lord Narayana, he was apologizing. Uh, he gave his apologizes for the uh, behavior of Jan, Why he was apologizing? I'm, I'm sorry. He I'm, gave his excuses. He wanted. He I have a cold. My ears are a little sore. Or flu or something. My ears are stopped up. What did you? Was uh, the Lord Narayana? He was apologizing. He gave oh. his excuses. He says, "I'm sorry. I don't know what what he said. I'm sorry, but it was just in this way of apologizing for the uh, behavior of Janet Vijay. Why he was doing that? Why was Lord Narayan apologizing for the behavior? Well, yeah, because if your servants insult somebody, you, you you're responsible for what your servants do. You didn't train them right or something like that, you know." But it is, he, he, he is a lord, he is a Well, you know, he also, you know, Krishna has a religion. You know what his religion is? He's devotees. He worships devotees. So, you know, he did the way he cares very much about devotees. It's his, it's his own. And Krishna worships, for example, Radha, you know. And other devotees, yeah. I mean, he's, he's quite devoted to his devote. Those who are devoted to him, he's devoted to them. He reciprocates. So. Okay. All right. Hold on. Okay. Thank you very much. Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Bhagavatam Ki Jai.